Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. For more info, you can check us out on Facebook at Life Church of Columbia. You are the sign. Uh, I believe this message is going to speak to us in many, many different ways, uh, especially to you that's been spoken into, and you need to see that word fulfilled in your life. I believe we're going to dissect the text here this morning and, and deposit something in you that's going to bless you. So if you will, grab your Bibles, and this morning, if you'll just stand with me in honor of God's Word, uh, we're going to start off in the book of Matthew. My goal is, I don't normally do this, I travel a lot and, and don't have the luxury of this, uh, but I'm home for several weeks throughout the first year, and uh, I'm going to be preaching a series, Lord willing, I'm going to try this. Uh, that starts today on You Are the Sign. You're not going to want to miss these because they're going to be consecutive and tied into one another into going into the new year. I am already praying for direction for the new year. We always start January with a great investment, not of money, but investment of our time and energy. Going into the new year, I'm going to be seeking the face of God on what he wants Life Church to do, what he's saying to Life Church. So I want us to be in prayer He's already given me some things that will be coming out over the next few weeks. So, amen. If you're a part of Life Church, you're not going to miss any of that. Make sure you stay up to date. Of course, everything we do is usually online. Even if you're not able to be here, you can stay caught up. So the book of Matthew, chapter number 1, beginning in verse number 18. It says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, and Bible culture to be a spouse means to be promised to or engaged to, and it was as binding as being married. <clears throat> she was a spouse to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream and said, Joseph, thou son of David, do not be afraid to take unto thee Mary to be your wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save the people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and he married her. And he knew her not, meaning he had no intimate relationship with her. He knew her not until she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Now we're going to Luke. I forgot to give you a scripture, uh, sound man. 
But go with me to Isaiah chapter number 7, verse number 14, before we go to Luke. Isaiah chapter number 7, verse number 14. This is the prophecy of Isaiah of the scriptures I just read you. The prophet prophesied hundreds of years before Jesus and said, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Just remain standing with me for a minute. I heard a preacher preach this text the other day and he preached that Jesus was the sign. But the Holy Ghost dealt with me in a different way that Jesus was not the sign at all. Jesus was the fulfillment of the sign. The sign was a virgin shall conceive. So help me out for just a minute. Look at your neighbor and tell them you are the sign. Now, here's the definition. I'm not preaching yet. Just stand with me. Here's the definition of a sign. A sign is something whose presence or occurrence indicates the presence or occurrence of something else. Let me put it a little simpler. A sign is something that proves something else that is even greater. So now look at your neighbor and tell them, you are something that proves Something greater exists. Huh? Did you get it? Amen. I know it's awkward to look at people and talk to them. But look at them again and say, you are the sign. You are the proof that something greater exists. In other words, without you, I wouldn't know how great he is. You are the sign because if you studied your Bible very much, you understand completely that God was all about signs. Or let me put it this way. He was all about proving. He wasn't all about just talking. Your Bible even says that Jesus was proved to be the son of God by signs, wonders, and miracles. Okay, you getting that in you right now? You are the sign. You are the proof that something greater exists. In my travels, before I came into Dallas, there's a big old sign that says Dallas. Now, I could have stopped right there, took the sign, and put it in my car and come back home. I wouldn't be bringing Dallas with me. Are, are y'all Okay. I'm getting you ready for what I'm about to download. I would just be bringing the sign. So Jesus is not the sign. He's the fulfillment. But you're the sign he fulfilled. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Turn with me to the book of Luke. We're going to dive deep today. I'm going to textualize this sermon straight out of the text. The book of Luke. Thank you, Sam, man. You're awesome. 
I'm sorry I let you down. Chapter number one, beginning in verse number 26. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a textual sermon this morning, so that means everything's coming out of the text. So you have to follow me in the scripture, okay? And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel, Gabriel, warrior. It means warrior champion of God. God gets ready to do something. He sends the elite. He sends special forces. Before I go any further, we got to stop right now. I was just reminded that a son of this house is preaching two services in Allah this morning at the Baptist Church. Kobe and Taylor are in ministry right now. Would you help me? Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray over Kobe and Taylor right now for a fresh anointing to be upon their life. Come on. They're an extension of right here what's going on. We pray that church be blessed. We pray that church be ministered to. And we pray, we pray that that church is richer and fuller and more powerful because of the influence of the ministry that's flowing out of this house into that house. In Jesus' name. Will somebody shout amen? <laughs> I love it. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to the city of what? That was named what? The city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph and the house of David. And oh yeah, comma, and by the way, the virgin's name was Mary. Isn't it amazing that the Bible identifies her weakness before it identifies who she is? Isn't it amazing the Bible identifies her inability to have a child before he even tells you who she is? Amen. You will always see your weakness before you step into your fulfillment. You will always be acquainted with your inability to do a thing before you get to do a thing because the thing you're going to do has to be of God. Oh, I don't know if y'all ready for all this today. There was a virgin, the Bible says, whose name was Mary. And the angel come unto her and said, Hell. Thou art highly favored, Christmas message. And the Lord is with you, and blessed art thou among women. Women. Among women. And when she saw him, oh, you got to get this here. She was troubled at what? She was troubled at his say. Troubled means disturbed and confused. She was disturbed and confused at his saying, come on, read the Bible with me, and cast in her mind of what manner of salutation this could be. To cast in her mind meaning she was disputing what the angel was saying. Isn't it amazing that an angel of the Lord showed up? I'm not preaching yet. Stay on your feet. Isn't it amazing that, go ahead and sit down. We'll finish up together. Isn't it amazing how she was not disturbed by the presence of a supernatural being because she was so confused about what he was saying? How many times do we hear the word of God preached or prophesied or declared? But because the word is so far beyond, we don't even recognize God is speaking to us. We wrestle with what is spoken. Somebody say, I love Mary. 
I love Mary, the mother of Jesus. Why? Because I can relate to her. We sit in churches and hear sermons preached and God is speaking and instead of being all of being visited by angelic being or God himself, we go to casting in our minds. It'll get better. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you shall conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great. He shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Are y'all reading the Bible with me? And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. The, hallelujah. It was that kolache. Then said Mary unto the angel, how in the world can this happen? Because I am a virgin. I do not know a man. She was engaged, but I have no sexual relations with a man. That's impossible. And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, somebody shout, therefore. Therefore also the holy thing which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. And right here in parenthesis, he throws in a parenthetical statement. Don't have nothing to do, you would think, with the text, but the angel throws in a point of reference that she could find for what's going on in her life. Notice it. 36. And behold, your cousin Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. Boom, he jumps back with. 37. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And Mary arose when? I don't like this translation because the other translations translates it better. She arose in that day. When you get a word, you can't delay. She arose... In that day, and went to the hill of country, to the hill country with what? Hurried into a city of Judah. And she entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the baby leapt in my womb for joy. And blessed is she. Now we're going to read this in concert. Everybody out loud. King James Version. Ready? And blessed is she that believes. Stop. And blessed is she that believed. 
comma. Let's read again. For, come on somebody. For they shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. The only prerequisite for performance is you believe it. And Mary said, my soul does magnify the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in the God, my Savior, for he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations shall call me blessed. Somebody shout, you are the sign. You are the sign. You are something that proves the existence of something greater than yourself. This shall be the sign a virgin shall conceive. A virgin, a virgin. In other words, the least likely is about to give birth to something that's going to change the world. A virgin, someone who don't have the right relationships, Someone who's not tied to the right source. Someone that has no possible way. Matter of fact, to be a virgin means to be hidden and concealed. Nobody even knows I exist. I'm going to help somebody if you'll stay with me, amen. This is going to be the sign that this is a God thing. Amen. Not that a son would be born because any married couple can have children. But the sign is going to be, I'm going to pick somebody who is the least likely. I'm going to pick somebody, amen, that has no opportunity, no exposure whatsoever, amen. Hidden, concealed, amen. Nobody, I'm such a nobody, nobody even knows my name. Nobody even knows I exist. I'm such a nobody, I don't even have connections with somebody's. Let me try this side over here. Amen. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a nobody. My friends are nobodies. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. He's talking to me. Amen. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's no possible way someone could, could, can, could suspect what I'm about to produce because of my connections. There's no way. No, there's no way. It's, I'm so obscure and it's so unlikely that when this happens in my life, Brother Ricky, amen, somebody's not going to be able to say, wow, it must be because he knows so-and-so. Because he's connected to so-and-so. Amen. Are you listening to me? He said, uh, this is going to be your sign. A virgin is going to conceive in her womb. And if that wasn't enough, amen, the Bible says, your text said, God sent the angel Gabriel to a city of Galilee called Nazareth. The word Galilee means circle of heathens. <laughs> circle of heathens. In other words, every city's got heathens in it. But this here was a cycle of sinfulness. Amen. 
It, it wasn't just a wave of something coming through. She, she lived in Galilee. She lived in a circle of heathens. In other words, she didn't even have anybody righteous around her. She lived in an environment of unbelievers. She, she lived in, a, in an environment of, 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 of people who were always in vicious cycles of dysfunction. Somebody say, he's talking about my family. <laughs> just, just vicious cycles. I'm, I'm going to preach the text and I'm going to blow your theology out here in just a minute. Amen. And not only did she live in Galilee. As a matter of fact, Galilee was so insignificant that Solomon actually gave the whole region of Galilee to a king because a king had helped him out one time or showed him some favor. So he said, I'm going to give you an entire part of my country. Well, when the king received the gift, he was so insulted with the gift that he called it the land of Kabul, which means nothingness. Are, are y'all seeing the picture yet? God sent an angel to a heathen of circles to a woman who lived in a land that was so insignificant that the New Testament prophesied, prophets prophesied and said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can, can any prophet come out of Nazareth? Oh, I'm going to help somebody this morning. I'm telling you, she was in no position to give birth to something so miraculous. Nazareth, matter of fact, Nazareth has no history. It's unmentioned in the Old Testament. You ain't never heard of Nazareth. Nobody's ever heard of Nazareth. It was so insignificant. Matter of fact, it was a mixed people. It was so far from God's country and Jerusalem. It was right out on the boundaries and three heathen nations uh, connected to them. And so they just infiltrated. And if you was a Jew and you wasn't pure bread, you couldn't be used by God. I mean, you had to be pure blooded. They were worse than Samaria. Are y'all hearing me? They were worse than Samaria. You didn't know if you was a, a Jew, a Gentile, or, 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 or what you was. You were just an outcast way out of there. When God got ready to bless the world, he sent the angel to this place. And not only did he send the angel to this insignificant place, this place where nobody had ever even heard about, to this place that was only known, amen, for its sinfulness and just a repetitious cycle of no good. He sent the angel to a woman named Mary. And quite contrary to what you may have in your mind about Mary, if you believe that names mean something in the Bible, and if you study the Bible at all, you have to believe that names mean something in the Bible. Well, Mary's name in the Hebrew is Mara. And it means bitter. It means rebellious. It means oppressed. I've always preached that God sent the angel to Mary because Mary stood out in the crowd. But the more I dug in trying to find out something about Mary, I found out Mary was a bitter, hot mess. 
Oh, this ain't going to help some of y'all, but some of y'all are going to leave here rejoicing. Amen. She was depressed and oppressed. And if you don't believe that, Mary herself testified to the fact in my text and said, blessed be the Lord who regarded my low estate. And the low estate means depressed. Blessed be the Lord who regarded my state of depression, oppression, and because of my surroundings, I was a bitter woman. I was a bitter woman. Amen. But here's what's so awesome about God. Are y'all going to go with me? Here's what's so awesome about God. He said, she said, blessed be the Lord because he regarded my low estate. To regard means to look at and stare at. But not just to look at and stare at, it means to look at it with pity. In other words, you and I may overlook the unworthy. You and I may turn our faces away from those who lives in a cycle of heathenism. Oh, this is the gospel of Jesus Christ. You and I may not even look to them, but my Bible says, Mary, the mother of Jesus said, he regarded my low estate. In other words, he looked at it and he looked on it with pity. In other words, when he looked at it, he didn't judge it. He said, I'm going to heal it. When God focuses on a thing in your life, you know, I. Are you with me, Tyrande? Others may look at you and condemn you for it, but God's looking at it because He's about to heal it. I, I got to prophesy. I got to prophesy before I go any further. You may think you're not qualified to be used by God. I'm oppressed. I'm depressed. Amen. I'm living in a cycle I can't break. But the Lord has come and he's looking at me. And if he's looking at me, he's going to heal me. Somebody receive that word. So that's why you got to be careful not to hide yourself from God. Somebody ought to help me. We come in churches broken, oppressed and depressed and hide who we are from God when God can't heal it if he can't see it. And God can't look on it if you're hiding it. Oh, am I helping anybody yet? Mary herself testified, it was me. I was the one who was oppressed and I was bitter. Amen. Here's another one for you that her name means disobedient. In other words, God didn't look down and said, okay, you're living in a bad neighborhood, but you're a good girl, you're a righteous girl, and you're obedient to everything I say. Amen. That's Old Testament. We preach that we're pursuing God. The true gospel is God pursuing you. Oh, somebody's got to get this word right here. Amen. We wait. You got to, in our circle, you got to get better to be better. In our circle, you got to do better to be accepted. But Mary, the mother of Jesus, was in a bad environment, a bad situation, and God sent an angel to her where she was and said, Hell, Mary, <laughs> you are highly favored among women. Now I understand why Mary fought the word. My God, I don't know if y'all hearing me or not. Now I understand. It would have been way more probable 
if she would have been a good girl. It would have been way more probable to get this type of salutation if she had been doing all of her cataclysm, counting the beads, is anybody listening, <laughs> or whatever she was, her Hail Mary, it would have been so much more probable, but because of the frame of mind she was in, that the Lord, when he spoke to her, she began to wrestle with it. <laughs> Ain't you glad God will wrestle with you till he gets you? Ain't you glad? Oh, y'all have done forgot where God brought you from. Ain't you glad when you're trying to push him off and say, I'm not worthy. You got the prophetic word wrong. I'm not Peter. I'm Simon. I'm not holy. I'm unholy. I'm not good. I'm bad. And she was in a wrestling match with God. That's why he had to send a warring angel. The angel didn't have to fight the devil. He had to fight Mary. That's God's biggest battle sometimes is fighting his people who he's trying to get something holy in you. Oh my God, are y'all with me in this church? The Bible says she, she said she was cast in her mind of what manner of salutation this could be. And she was troubled your Bible said, at his saying, not his presence. Most people I see when an angel shows up, they fall out in fear. But she was so confused with what the angel was saying, she didn't even pay attention. Gabriel was standing there. She was too busy fighting what the angel was saying. And when she got over that fluky, She finally said, well, how's this going to happen? I love Mary. She's just like me. How in the world is this going to happen? I don't even know a man. Uh, this is what we do when God gives us a word. How? How are we going to get the building next door when God said, I'm going to give it to you? <laughs> He'll send a man from hundreds of miles away to start writing checks. Huh? How am I going to get my kids back when the lawyer says it's a long shot? Because he holds lawyers in his hands. Is anybody in this place right now? How? How is this going to be? I don't even know a man. I'm not even in the right frame of mind to produce, preacher, what you're talking about right now. I'm not even, I'm, I'm so far from what you're telling me I am. I just can't believe it. I need to know how is this going to be because I don't have the right connections. I'm not in the right circle. I don't have the right education. I'm not even around the right people. I live in the wrong neighborhood. I'm going to help myself if y'all don't help me preach, amen. How in the world when my life is broken, husband, has gone. I ain't got no covering. I ain't got no source. How is this going to happen? Gabriel said, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. He said, the Holy Ghost is going to come upon you and the Lord God Almighty is going to overshadow you and you're going to conceive a holy thing. In other words, Mary, you missed it. This ain't going to have nothing to do with you. Two holy entities are going to meet up in your person. Oh, I'm going to release somebody right here. You thought you had to produce what God said was going to be produced. 
So you automatically went into default because you can't produce it. He said, so this is what's going to happen. Two holy entities are going to meet up in your womb, in your belly, in your person, and they're going to produce something you have no ability whatsoever to produce on your own. All I need, Mary, is for you to say, do it. See, see, you thought you had to work out your own righteousness. You, had, you, thought, you thought you had to work out your own holiness. You thought you had to work out your only gift, your, your own gift and your own strength and your own ability, amen, to do what you know God's calling you to do. Am I helping anybody right here? I have released myself with this sermon, amen. You missed it because, Cody, you thought it was about you, amen. You actually thought that, oh, my God, that prophet can't be right. He can't be right. That voice I hear inside of me telling me how great I am, it can't cannot be right because I am I am who I am and I am what I am I am Mara is anybody listening to me and the angel said back off and chill out all I need you to do is lay back and say let it be so Oh, it's hard for religious people to get this message. Just let it be so. He said, it's going to be so God that therefore you're going to call it the son of God. It's going to be so exclusive of you and inclusive of God that you'll just have to say, it's the son of God. You're going to have to say, I can't name it. I can't claim it. I can't take credit for it. It's God. He's, listen to this. He said, the Holy Ghost is coming upon you, which is preparing you to be overshadowed by the almighty God. And to be overshadowed means to be under the influence or to be under a preternatural influence. Have you ever heard that word before? Awesome. I know a word he don't know. It means you're finna come up under a preternatural influence. Preternatural means that which is beyond Natural experience. It means supernatural. It means divine. So Mary, to answer your question of how this is going to happen, you're about to be overshadowed with a preternatural influence. You're about to be overshadowed with a supernatural influence. You're about to give birth to something that is beyond your human capability. And when it gets here, all you're going to be able to say is, it belongs to God. <laughs> oh my God, are y'all with me? Listen, listen, tell, slap your neighbor, tell him, it gets better. It's so powerful and it's so supernatural That what God is doing in you and in life church and you as an individual, it's so supernatural that most people can't relate to it. You got to be careful, Fluky, when you start sharing your visions and dreams with people who are naysayers. They'll crush you. So, Parenthetically, brother, while God is telling her what I'm about to do, he said, by the way, you got a cousin 
and she can relate to what God is doing in your life. Oh my God, can I work this right here? She can relate. So when God is doing something this big in your life, you've got to find somebody who can relate to what God is doing in your life. That's why the Bible says immediately. When she got the word, Kenny, she packed her bags. I don't know if Joseph went with her. And, and Judah was 100 miles from Nazareth. Immediately, she started making her way to Judah. The hill country. In other words, it was uphill all the way. Oh my God, I don't know how to, to work this. Are you listening to me? It was uphill all the way. And, and how many knows that Judah means praise? It means celebration. When God speaks into you something so much bigger than you, you're going to have to change your location. You're going to have to change your ideology. You're going to have to change. You're going to have to get out of the circle that you're in if it is not conducive for you to give birth to what God is speaking in your life. And you're going to have to find somebody. Amen. You're going to have to go to the land of praise. If you don't start praising God as soon as he speaks in your life, you will abort the holy thing. My God, you better hear me. I said you cannot stay on that same level in that same circle Mentally, I'm not talking about move out of Caldwell Parish, but mentally, if you don't embrace the word and go to the land of praise, and let me tell you what, it's a hard trek to work or ride a stinking donkey for 100 miles. But she so believed what God spoke into her, she said, I got to get to an environment that is conducive for me to produce what I'm about to produce. I got to get to an environment. I got to get to an environment. Because if I stay here, number one, they're not going to believe me. Number two, I'm surrounded by people who's going to talk negative. I'm surrounded by people, amen, who's going to tear down what God, oh, God gave her wisdom from the beginning. Amen. God said, just a little, and, and he didn't tell her to go. He just told her where she could go. It was just a thought in her mind. Amen. I'm, I'm preaching to somebody right now. It doesn't matter what's preached on Sunday. It don't matter what you get out of that word or whatever the prophet says to you. If you don't take that word and head to the hills, it'll be aborted. I said, if you don't take that word and get out of your negative thought of it can't happen, what about this? What about that? And you got to get around somebody who's speaking into what God said about you. Look, 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 look. Can I go deeper? She headed straight to Elizabeth. How long does it take to walk 100 miles? Day and night. God spoke to me, and I got to find somebody I can relate to. I got to leave the lowlands of Galilee, and I got to get to the high place. That's the reason sermons are preached Sunday morning after Sunday morning after Sunday morning, only for people to go right back to the same neighborhood, right back to the same doubt, standing in here with hands in the air, tears streaming down our face with a deposit of faith in us, only to go back to the same neighborhood of doubt and discouragement, and how can this be, and we abort she, she went to 
Elizabeth's house, who was in a city of Judah. And I found out through study, the name of the city was Hebron. Hebron means a community of priests. Hebron means a society of spiritual believers. Oh, I'm going to preach on connections in this great exodus of online members who's disconnecting from the church. You can't give birth to what you have without connections. I'm not going there yet. That's next year. Hebron is a community of spiritual believers. So she said, if I'm going to produce what God spoke into me, I got to be connected to a community of spiritual believers. I got to be connected. You with me, Tammy? I got to be connected with believers that when I begin to doubt, they remind me of what God said. Oh, wait, it gets better. You can't make this stuff up. She went to Zechariah's house. And Zechariah means God will not forget. So when she got the word, Kenny, she had to go find a house that continually reminded her God will not forget, Tyrande. God will not forget what he reminded, what he told you. Because in the delay, if you're not careful, you'll think God forgot you. So you got to get in an environment that's always reminded you. He always has been good and he always will be good. He ain't never not kept his word and he's going to keep his word right now. Can I tell you, some of you don't need to move out of your neighborhood, but you are going to have to unfriend some people. I don't know how, that, how you unfriend somebody. That's so weird to me. You can unfriend? How depressing could that be for you to unfriend me? But there's people you're too close to that don't know how to speak into what God has told you. And every time you start trying to get up, they push you down because they keep pulling you. And don't you remember? <laughs> we live in Galilee. We're in a vicious cycle. Who am I talking to? Amen. Well, you got to get out of that vicious cycle and get into another cycle in Zechariah's house where everybody's always reminding you, yeah, but God said. The devil's already said. They're always telling you, yeah, but the devil. Yeah, but the devil. You need some Zechariah's that's saying, yeah, but God said. Am I helping anybody? Here's what's cool, Tammy. Now, back then, if you was the man, you was the head of the house. Just, that was the culture. So you gave honor where honor's due to the man. But, uh, but Mary walked right into uh, Zachariah's house and walked right by Zachariah, didn't say a word, and went straight to Elizabeth and said, oh, my God, girl, you are not going to believe Ain't that the way y'all do it? Girl, I got to tell you. <laughs> hey, dude, don't laugh at me. I'm going to become his trainer. Y'all look at him. I'm going to. And I got to thinking, oh, my God, she passed up Zechariah. That's not protocol. Why did she pack up? Why did she pass up Zechariah and go straight to Elizabeth? And God said, don't you remember? 
Elizabeth's six months pregnant. And when I told Zachariah she was going to have a baby, he didn't believe me. So I made him dumb. Zachariah's too dumb for you to be talking to. Can I help somebody right now? I said, Zachariah's too dumb for you to be talking to. Oh, you got to put that on Facebook, amen. Because Zechariah can't believe that God can do whatever he wants to do. So don't waste time talking to Zechariah. I want you to go to Elizabeth because she's had an experience with me. Some of you are spending too much time with a dummy. She walked right by <laughs> Easy back there, somebody. She walked right by Zachariah, Fluke, and went to Elizabeth and began to salute her. Well, a salutation means to embrace or to enfold in the arms. Come on, baby. Show me some love. So this is what a salutation would look like. And there would be a kiss on the cheek. This is the way us guys are supposed to do. Come up here, dude. No. <laughs> he said, I ain't going back to that church. No, not on lips. She's trying to get a kiss. And they were holding like this, Justin. And the salutation, something like this. And she is pouring. Wait, hold on to me. She is telling her everything God did. When God starts speaking to you, you got to find somebody with a kindred spirit yeah. that you can rehearse yeah. what God is saying. But it's got to be somebody who's already pregnant with a little bit yeah. of what's happening yeah. in your yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Are you listening to me? But here, here, catch this. Elizabeth, for now, Elizabeth. Eli-shabuth. Eli-shabuth. Does Eli ring a bell with you? Does it ring a bell with you? Not Eli the prophet. Eli, Eli. When Jesus was on the cross, he said, Eli, Eli. Lama sabachthani. Eli, Eli. My God. My God. Eli means God Almighty. Shabbat means the number seven, or divine completion. It means I swear. I got to work this a little bit. Shabbat means to repeat seven times, amen, to prove I swear. So when, oh my God, are y'all listening to me? So when you put them together, she was actually, come on baby, she actually had to travel a hundred miles to embrace yeah. the God of the promise. <laughs> oh my God. The God of the oath. She was holding on to her Eli Shabbat. Amen. Uh, that was saying, I swear to you, Mary, I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. But isn't it amazing, Sister Tyronda, if she would have stayed in the low life, she would have never connected with what God said. So many prophetic words get aborted in Galilee because we will not go to Judah. We're not moved enough to change locations and embrace the promise. Are y'all getting this? 
Dr. Lightfoot says, Dr. Lightfoot was one of the best scholars and theologians to ever live. And we, I don't, I'm going to get his works. I don't have his works. Anybody ever heard of Matthew Henry? If you ever go deep, you got to have Matthew Henry. He's an old school, one of the most spiritual commentators I've ever heard of. Matthew Henry quotes Dr. Lightfoot. You know you bad when the bad quotes you. <laughs> Dr. Lightfoot says, it's not inconceivable to believe that Mary didn't get pregnant in Galilee. She got pregnant in Judah. Come on, can we just play with the text? She got pregnant in Hebron. Why is it conceivable? Because Hebron was Abraham's favorite city. And that's where he lived. Jacob, Isaac and Jacob lived in Hebron. David, royal house was in Hebron. All our fathers of faith of the kingdom and of the power was in Hebron. Sarah, Abraham's wife, was buried in Hebron. Hebron was a Levitical city. There was nothing there but spiritual people. So it's not inconceivable that the word spoken into Mary was not even conceived until she got to the high place and the whole place, holy place and embraced someone with a like-minded spirit and boom, she become impregnated. Not only is it not inconceivable to me, I believe it. Because I believe when she walked into that realm of faith and embraced her promise in an environment that said God will not forget, and it happened, and I believe that's why John the Baptist leapt in her womb and she was baptized in the Holy Ghost. Because it was at that moment when faith consummated and we have a little bit that gives me a little bit more confidence to preach it because Elizabeth, Elizabeth began to prophesy and declare, blessed art thou that believed for it, there shall be a performance of what was spoken. Are y'all getting this? Huh? Can I go a little further before I quit? I got six minutes. God will speak. He will do. I told my wife after the prophet left, if you're in life church and you're struggling with unbelief, you got to fight really hard not to believe God. I mean, you're going to have to pull some stuff out of the hat. You're going to have to dig your heels in. I had people telling me at first, uh, you talk to him. You talk to him. You, you, you must have told him something. Oh, he got on the internet. He found their... I mean, fighting to believe. And if you ain't careful, when God speaks and you stay in the lowland of Galilee, 
you will abort what God done in your life. You got to get into a community of believers. You got to embrace like-minded spirits. You got to hush up the mouth of Zechariah. And when you do, there's going to be a preternatural influence come upon your life. And we're going to give birth to something that all we can do is name it the offspring of God. All, all I can tell you is God done it. All, all I can tell you is it's God. All I can tell you is I didn't have anything to do with it. And what's so powerful is I believe Mary got pregnant in the high place of Judah in the city of Hebron because she connected with the right people. And she stayed there for three months until John the Baptist was born. And then she said, now it's time for me to go home. You want to know why connection is so important when you get a word? New converts, you want to know why it's so important for you to broaden your circle? Because you're not strong enough to carry what God gave you, leaving in a circle of negativity. Are you following me? Oh, yeah. Oh, what am I supposed to do? Do away with all my friends? No, here's what I love about it. After three months, Mary come home. She came back to the same surroundings, same neighbors, same friends, and gave birth to Jesus. He said, oh, I thought Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Yeah, she had to go to Bethlehem because she had to go pay taxes. But Jesus lived in Nazareth. She gave birth to the supernatural in an environment that was not conducive. Are y'all following me on this right here, right now? But, but when you're carrying that fledgling word, you got to be in the right community. My God, I'm going to close with this. you got to be in the right community. Reach over and shake your neighbor right now. We're closing with this. Tell them you're in the right community. Come on, tell them like you mean it. You're in the right community. You're in the right community. You're in the right community. No wonder the devil's trying to get people out of this community. Oh, somebody, somebody shout on that right there. No wonder the devil's separating people right now. Because although God said it, I can't birth it without the right community. I gotta have Elizabeth around me. I gotta, I gotta be in Hebron to really carry full term or I'm gonna abort. Elabosa. I got to be in the right community when I'm going through hell. And God said my wife was going to be this and she's that. <laughs> and my kids were going to be this and they're that. I got to be in the right community when my spirit gets low. I'm in a community of priests saying God didn't forget you. God Almighty, somebody received this now. God did not forgive you, forget you. Amen. And you got to be locked up with somebody. I'm going to preach on grafting before too long. Amen. And I found out in grafting, you got to wound the stock. God, what a message that's going to be. And you got to put that graft in there, and then they got to tie it to it. You know why you got to tie yourself to a religious community? You got to tie yourself to a priestly community because there's a devil constantly trying to rip you off of it. Why? Because what you don't realize is 
Salvation is not a trip to the altar. Now I'm going to say something you may have trouble with. Salvation's not just a trip to the altar. Salvation is only consummated through your connection to the body. Oh, it's God that saves. Yes, but this is his body. And it's my connection to the body who strengthens the other. When a baby's born, that's just the first process. And then he's turned around and flopped on the mama's tit. Or, I'm sorry, I couldn't think of another word. <laughs> Bible calls it paps. If that would have been it, are y'all okay? Come back in, y'all. Come back in, chairs. If that would have been it, and the baby's born, just throw it off out there. That baby died. He immediately had to be reconnected to the body. Because the first level connection was snipped. Because salvation is not of works, lest any man should boast. He says, drawing and don't even know it. But then you work out your salvation when you're snipped and you have to suck. Boy, this is getting better all the time. Tell your neighbor, you got to be connected. You got to be connected. You got to be connected. And not just connected, you got to get, you got to be connected to a community of priests. Not a bunch of religious folks. That's going to look you in the eye and say, Tammy, God hadn't forgot. He's able to take anything that you think is impossible and give birth to something. Stand with me all over this place. Now, I didn't get to my message. So I'm going to give this altar call and drop this thought. Look at your neighbor one more time and tell them, you are the sign. The proof that there was, in other words, Gracie, her virginity verifies his divinity. Your inability and incapability is what validates his divine ability. You're the sign. Anita, you're the sign. You're the proof that there's something greater than yourself. Are y'all getting it now? I should have preached that a little deeper, but I got hung up on another thing. That's why, y'all with me just for two minutes? She had to find somebody with a point of reference to what was going on in her life because I'm so unable, I'm so incapable, and I so fight myself that I got to connect with people who believes in me when I don't believe in myself. Oh, my God's going to heal something right here, right now. I, I got to because... It's the way God designed it. I, I so, I'm like, how can this be? I don't even know. You got to be connected with people 
who's had a similar experience because he said, go see Elizabeth, who's very old, and they call her barren. She was living in a state of, of, uh, of excommunication from her community. She was cursed because she never had a child, and they named her barren. They called her according to her addiction. They named her according, according to her fault. They called her according to her failure. But God so turned it around. He said, you're going to have to tie. You're going to have to connect with people who God turned it around for them. Because if you stay in your little circle, all you got to draw from is, I'm a virgin. All you got to draw from is, I can't. I'm going to give a very unique altar call. There's people in this room right here, right now. That the Holy Ghost says you need to step out this morning and say, I got to connect with some people who believes in me when I don't. I got to connect with the community. By your stepping out today, you're going to go right back to the same neighborhood, right back to the same household, right back to the same family. But by your stepping out today, you're saying, I'm leaving Galilee and I'm moving to Hebron in my mind and in my spirit. Come on, right now. Right now, who am I preaching to in this house? I know this is kind of a, uh, 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 this is kind of vulnerable. God bless you, girl. God bless you, girl. But I got, I got to minister to y'all when y'all come. Come stay close. You know what's encouraging to me, Tammy? Y'all know what's encouraging to me? Jesus came from a mother that was jacked up. Matter of fact, Jesus has got a harlot. His great, 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 great grandmother was a harlot. And I believe it's all by divine design of God proving to us it does not matter what my past was. God can bring unholy thing out of an unholy situation. Come on, who else is in this place this morning that's saying, I got the prophetic word? But I'm always wrestling with it. Come on, right now. Come on, you got to step out today. I'm always wrestling with what God wants to do for me, in me, with me. I'm always wrestling with it. I'm always fighting it. Can I tell you what? I love Mary, and I'm so glad God finally gave me the revelation that Mary wasn't this holy little saint. And God invaded her life and said, you are highly favored. Michael Turner, you are highly favored of God. You have been chosen. You hear me, Ashley? You are highly favored of God. Yeah, but I'm, I'm disobedient. I'm rebellious. And the angel is steadily saying, you are highly favored of God. That's the gospel. Come on, I'm just going to keep stalling because this is an important sermon. What you think disqualifies you is exactly what will verify the divinity of God in you. Isn't that good? Her virginity validated and verified the deity of a holy God. This is your sign. So God don't need you to be the fulfillment. He just needs you to be the signboard. Well, there's something much greater than me. This is such a precious altar call. I need some and we have to be so connected in the right community. I need community to come help me right now. Come on, community. 
get behind these right here, right now. Come on, community. That's right, make contact. I don't care if you have a real smart prayer right now, but if you can whisper in that ear ahead of you, God has not forgotten. That's all I care you say. You are now come to Zachariah's house. Now listen, I'm going to pray for y'all. But Mary, are you listening to me, Mary? Mary, as soon as you get through with prayer, you got to pack your bags and head to the hills. You got to head to the land of praise. You got to go to Hebron in your mind, in your spirit, and you got to start quoting. Some of you, God has spoken things to you you won't even tell people because you know they're going to reject it. That means you're in the wrong circle. You got to have an Elizabeth that you can embrace and say, This is what God's saying. In the name of Jesus, I believe today is a day of deliverance. You think you're the only one that ever struggled in your mind to believe. The mother of our Lord Jesus did. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just make contact right now and I break this spirit. It ended for Mary. All you got to say is, Lord, let it be unto me according to your word. Elizabeth said, blessed are you because you believe. Now he can perform it. He can't perform until you believe. Father, in the name of Jesus, right now, Lord, right now, I just stand in agreement. It is over. It is over in the name of Jesus. Let your healing and your deliverance begin right now. I say over you in the name of Jesus, you are highly favored of the Lord. You have been chosen by God. You are blessed among women. You are blessed among, you have been chosen by God in the name of Jesus. Now take this word and go to the high place of worship. My God, in the name, in the name of Jesus. God, I'm just touching and agreeing with these right here, right now, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray you shut the mouth of Zechariah again in their lives, in their hearts, in their spirits, God. I pray you'll shut that mouth up until it becomes dumb and silent and can no longer question what you have spoken, oh, Father God. Let it begin in these right now, right now, in the name. Come on, it took Mary a minute, but finally she said, let it be so. According to what you have spoken. You said it, God. Be it so unto me. I present myself to you as your handmaiden. Be it unto me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, don't wrestle no more with the word. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Listen to me. I'm done. But listen to this before before you take your seats. This is what you got to leave here with today. She said, behold, the handmaiden of the Lord. In other words, I give up that husband so you can be my husband. I give up that way of thinking for your way of thinking. And you know what? In her mind, she was saying... They're going to stone me. 
I'm going to lose the only security I got. I've been in an old prayer state all my life, and I finally got a man who's going to take care of me. But when she got ready to give up all of that for him, are you catching it? When she got ready to say, I just believe. I just believe. I got so much teaching to do, y'all. I'll never try to fulfill the word of God again because God spoke to me the other day and said, my word is pregnant with its own fulfillment. That's what he told me. I don't need you jumping through hoops to fulfill it. I just need you to believe it. And it'll just produce. My God, Life Church, have y'all received the word today? Have y'all received this deposit today? You know what, Michael? You being my son and all, and knowing the battles, the devils you fight, that was a hard trick to get to that elevated place. I wish I'd have got to the footage, but it was a high place. It might be a hard trick, but she so believed that what God put in her, she said, I'm going to make it up there. I wonder how many, mount, I wonder how many rocks she had to climb over. Some of you are going to have to climb your way out of Galilee, but I'm coming up. I'm coming up. Somebody give the Lord a hand praise in this place if you receive. Thank you for listening to this Life Church podcast. 